This episode is brought to you by the DGEN Community Network, media for the decentralized generation. If you want to connect or to check out more great NFT and crypto content, go to dgen.network. That's dgen.network. to Unrecruited, the podcast. we got Chris Vance and Jason here. The gang's back together today. Finally found a time that all of our schedules would work. Um, coming back to touch on Zed breeding changes, change the price, and the Fibonacci Cup, as well as a few things in NFTs. There's a couple new projects out and interesting things picking up. I know maybe people have been a little bit nervous about the bear market. So we'll see if there's any projects that we recommend coming up. But Let's lead off with um, maybe the breeding changes. So, Jason, what are your thoughts? And you want to touch on just, I guess they just lowered them all, right? What's the, what's yeah, the status? They, they kind of lowered the breeding price across the board from the Genesis all the way down to the Crosses and the Pacers. Um, I think it's created a little more incentive to breed. Lately, there hasn't been an incentive to breed because it's been so expensive. And if you're trying to sell horses on the market, you're just losing money. Um, so, you know, now looking at it, like, I think the, the min price for a, a knock Genesis, I think is 0.081. Um, and so, you know, that to me, that that's worthwhile going after, like today I, I, I went after a Z1 cover that was 0.1. I haven't seen a, 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 a Z1 cover 0.1 since they created the new breeding, um, after the glitch when we, you know, we were able to get them from 0.036 or whatever. So, it was like in my mind, okay, I can breed up and, and get that Z1 for 0.1 and hopefully get something good out of it. Um, because I'm still a firm believer that you know some of these Z1s carry weight. Um, but uh, we've also noticed in our, our joint stable, right, that uh, that our Sabo has been hit now twice at 0.0596 or whatever it is for Sabo's. Um, it's a good deal, but I, I kind of like it because it's starting to open up breeding again. Um and uh you know i haven't seen too much of like the buttes still aren't going to get hit or or possibly some of the legendaries and exclusives i don't see them getting hit as often unless it's probably a, a higher quality horse um but at least people are starting to hit the genesis a little bit and and, and kind of run from there um and and you know is it going to be great no but you know as soon as the this news came out we we're like okay well the, you know the secondary market's going to take a further hit it really hasn't. I mean, there's been some opportunities there um, to, to buy horses at the same price. Um, but now I'm, I'm kind of shifting my focus again to try and see, you know, if a Z1 pops up for a lower number, I might jump on that again. Um, just because before it was like 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0 0.4, um, you know, and so if somebody can come in a little bit less, I'll, I'll, I'll be a buyer in that case. So the secondary market hasn't uh, gone down lately. I haven't looked. That was my concern that it would drive the secondary market down further. No, I mean, it, it's it's pretty close to where it was. It's not like it's getting hammered. I mean, I texted you guys earlier that there was a, a Genesis Butte that I wanted to buy, 0.08. Uh, like, that's crazy to me. Um, but I, I think, you know, I'm a firm believer in the Genesis horses, and there's going to be some utility at some point to them. So... If you can, you know, pick those up on the cheap, might as well. So that 0.08 is still above, um, I guess, what we could have minted at, right? In theory. 
because uh, I mean, I uh, the buttes, the the low Z buttes were like, uh, I think 0.03 or something, 0.025. Yeah. They were like, they were like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. Right. Yeah, it was 100 bucks for a Z10 and 200 for, or 150 for a, a Z9 and then like 200 for a Z8. Yeah. I think those were like the drop prices. I mean, granted, that's still too low. I feel like to list, I wouldn't, I wouldn't list a like even a z10 butte that low even if it was like a male that had a bad track record i know but that one was was interesting because it was it had only it only run two races races in in december of last year against all the genesis horses and yeah we we talked about this too right like hey only 1600s like it's still a mystery yeah so Um, i was i was like all right that's a that's a good buy um but by the time i went to go click haku had already messed up it was already bought but um i would have been i would have been on it yeah i don't i I mean i've i mean yeah maybe breeding uh prices going down affect the secondary but i it's kind of lived it's kind of lived independent of the you know of the breeding costs with new people coming in it's just what people are willing to pay um i mean i guess it in some in in some way could set the floor like you know what you could breed within your own stable at you know in your head might be you know a good floor price but that would be the only really thing really thing driving it i haven't really tried to sell too many horses lately that like weren't halfway you know halfway decent i've just kind of been sitting on those to see what happens um but yeah i'm i i think you know just like yeah, I wouldn't know anything about this, but just like you know, picking up the the ladies in the bar, it's a it's it's that is a straight numbers game, man. You got to be, you got to be driving quite a few offspring. Um, you tell me, picking up ladies in the bar is a numbers game. It's a total. It's totally a numbers game, and I, a, a I numbers was, game. I, I, I was skill. I was more. I was more likely to be sitting in the corner, you know, not playing the numbers game and just kind of people watching. Um, that was more. Well, that's my the style. numbers game. The, the number my, zero. If the number starts with zero, that ends with zero. I, that's for sure. I was always, I was always zero out of zero, or I was one for one on the ones that came and picked me up. Usually, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was not so often. You know, I always thought it was a trick, anyway. So maybe I wasn't one for one on those. Um, I always wanted something else. The, but from that standpoint, like I just think like the stables that are consistently pumping out, you know low z's or you know or just just any any level uh amount of horses like you see you see the winners and they're coming from the same stables and that's just because you know they're picking from 40 offspring every cycle right so one or two out of 40 are you know winning 0.1 eth or more and they're doing it pretty quickly and that's just kind of and they're using a tool or they're using something to you know, or they've bred so much within their own stables that they already have solid pairs that they that they know, or they have pairs that they're looking for in other stables, um, and they just kind of know what they're you know they know where they're going, they know what they're doing, and you know we just see kind of the result, like we see what they're doing in their racing stable, and not so much what they're you know doing in their in the other thing. I think like your uh, riding derby just posted like I mean all low Z like what he had like thirty horses that he's like I don't have enough time to race these things. Um, and they're all like Z30s through like Z50s, but I'm sure there's you know one or two in there that's halfway decent. But you just, you'll just never see all those other horses. Like those other 
38 out of the 40 horses that he's not running, you know, they're just going to sit. He's not going to sell them. They're probably not worth much. And I think that's kind of the future. That's kind of where the game goes. It's not necessarily about how many, I'm not worried about how many horses are in the ecosystem because it, it was never intended to be that. Like there's going to be a certain amount percentage of the horses that are, that are going to be on the track and racing. Um, and it's always kind of going to be that way. I don't think you're going to, and those are the horses that are going to have value unless somebody wants to use one of those other 90%, you know, the other horses that aren't racing to breed if they have, if they've shown to be like quality breeders. And I guess that remains to be seen. I mean, I think you got to go through a lot of cycles of breeding to determine whether or not, um, to determine whether or not a horse is going to, is going to be a good breeder, especially if they're like a legendary or exclusive. Genesis horses, like, I feel like, you know, good ones are what, one out of five, like they're 20% of the time they're having like something that's worth racing. I mean, I don't know what the, what a good, what a good breeder puts out. It's a good question. Uh, like how many, how know. many horses a good breeder puts out? How many good raceable horses? Yeah. Like what's the, you know, what is, what is a good, like, what's the definition of a good, I mean, I know they have like the tools that will post like the base ability of a breeder and I, it's probably taking into account, you know, quite a bit of, you know, quite a bit of factors. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's about kind of the, because I don't really look at like breeders win percentage necessarily. I mean, I guess it's a decent thing to look at, but the, it, because a lot of times, like it's usually just one horse, like what is it? The yacht club member, whatever bred POP. So I'm sure it's, win percentage looks pretty damn good because there's one horse that's won a million races. Oh, you they know, don't, it, but when they cat they don't calculate the win percentage like that, which I would like if they did, but they changed it. Given, oh, they oh. did. Yeah. So it's based on actual right. races. It's right, not yes, just a, an average of the however many offspring. Okay, cool. <clears throat> then yeah, Vance, you're correct. But it didn't used to be that way. So it used to just be an average of an average? Yeah, like if POP had 20% and then uh, the one had one race at 0%, it would be at 10%. Oh, if well, he that's had two dumb. offspring. I didn't realize <laughs> but, it was that way. But that's well, no, Jason shit. said they just changed it. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, before it was like if, if there were two races, one and one won, and the other didn't, it was a 50% uh, or whatever. Like, or, you know, like, I guess that's a bad example because it's going to work out the same. Yeah, it's 50% either way. Thank you. <laughs> but if, 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 if one horse that had a 50% win percentage after 10 races and the other one had zero, it would say, okay, it's a 25%. It's still a bad example, but it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I need three horses, I guess, to really fuck with this. But you don't need three horses. If one horse had 100 races and had 20% wins and the other horse had one zero. race. One race, no there you go. Yeah, so it'd be like, yeah, it's it, it's now the true. If you add up all the races and the wins divided by the races, that's your percentage. Okay, that's good. That's how it should be. Yeah. Good job. I'm glad we. Yeah, have this. another beer. <laughs> <laughs> we your uh, math usually gets better, right? Yeah. After last week, I don't know. The, the um, numbers game improves yeah. the more beers you have. Well, I mean, I guess back to the breeding thing so maybe you do like now vance's point is is really more right is that it's skewed but if it's skewed i mean you you know you have a good a really good horse like wouldn't you want to take a chance on another stud horse like that versus just a couple like eight percent winners yeah that's the thing i mean it so it proved capable at least one time right so and and when it did prove capable it was an elite you know it had one of the maybe the best horse in the game right from mm -hmm. like a straight like eth 
win percentage. Um, so yeah, I mean, that would mean you'd want to run, you know, you'd want to run that combination back or run something into that mail to see, you know, to see what you could produce. I mean, it's kind of like racing, like even with flames now, like you want your horse to win a few times in the first, you know, 10, 15 races, even if it doesn't flame or whatever, like that kind of the same thing with breeding, like when success maybe breeds more, uh, success could breed more success. I mean, in that, in that regard. Um, but you, you know, you never know you'd want, you want it to, you want that success to duplicate maybe within a certain amount of time in order to, to, uh, really prove out that kind of base ability or that theory, um, that, you know, that, you know, POP came from yacht club member. So, you know, down the road, like you want to see some, like how many, how many more attempts would it take? Like if, if there were 20 poor attempts after that, like, is it become like, okay, now maybe it was just lucky that one time. Well, um, it's luck, obviously luck, but like, cause if you just ran back the same combo, it doesn't mean you're going to get yeah. close, but yeah, I, I would still rather go with that. Even if there was 20 bad attempts afterwards, cause I could think right. that, Hey, if the algorithm lined up with like the, the ones and the zeros and you had a similar ones and zeros horse and it hit the same way, good for you. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've had, like, I feel like I've talked about this before. Like one of my Z3s, I feel like is a pretty good, you know, has pretty solid offspring, but it, they always are like flamers, but they're not like huge winners. Like they're not worth continuing to race. Right. They're, yeah. they're decent. They're decent. And it's always the same. So it's almost like you're getting this, like, you know, this horse that comes in, it's like a, on the, if you another like go with the uh, racing analogy, you know, it's continues to be a horse that comes in like, you know, comes in third a lot or comes in second a lot, but just doesn't win. Like this game's about having horses that come in first. Um, really nothing else. Well, and uh, now that they changed the racing structure, right? Like you're going to see less horses that are about tanking or balancing out that unnatural you. And it's going to be, survival of the fittest in class one as it stands right now obviously they're changing that but it's going to yeah. be how well can your, your horse run in class one class one needs a shakeup. it needs a breakup yeah like can we get a can we get like an 80 to 100 or an 80 to 110 110 to 140 yeah keep going up it's it, it'd be good they just need to change so it's 200, not class five 200. four three two all that crap but that kind of segues into what you were talking about or the the next part of of your topics chris which is the fibonacci um a lot of horses are getting pushed into class one because if you run free races which they brought back the free races every win you get six points you're not losing any points in a free race so you have no chance to go down so if you're running free races all you're doing is going up three wins and you're in the next class three wins you're in the next class and so uh on a I, tuesday i've watched a horse go from class four to class one you know, know hopefully it qualifies and we'll see what the fuck happens i don't but like that art artificially pushes the horses up though it's you rough I, yeah i just i mean i have a bit reckless who is my only horse that qualified for the last tournament not that it's a horse i race all the time and i didn't i, I didn't really down class too much um ran a few races i think i stayed in the same class i was in class three it's already in class two and it's it's doing okay getting trying to get to the next room but it, it's not a class two horse it's a legendary buterin 
think it's a Z18, nice horse, but it, I mean, I wasn't even racing it before the last tournament. Now all of a sudden it's a class two, a class two horse. It, it's a, you know, it's like a, I think it's odds were like maybe a nine to 12 odds and it just kept pulling wins and it did that in the last tournament and it's still getting some wins. So it's up in C2. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's going to be in C1 by the time this is over. Cause I can't run it in only paid races for the, tournament and for the Fibonacci take forever to down class and it's not even a down classer it's not really a down classer I mean I understand why they did it it's because in the last tournament everyone once they realized they weren't going to make it they were using the free races to down class right I mean they were just running their off distances and and trying to down class yeah but that's taking Um, advantage of how the game fucking played out like they were dumb to set that up yeah I agree which I I still think I don't understand this like six points for a win and zero points for everything like and you can't down class it's like really not even there, there's honestly not a bit a lot of reason to run a free race unless but but my problem is they're like the only things that are available at my distance and you have to run enough races to qualify so it almost kind of forces you into running like half of the races as free if you want to qualify just to get you know, just to get the races in, in the allocated amount of time, like not everyone has, you know, 12 hours a day, they can sit here and race these horses, right? So it's like, when you're sitting here and playing for an hour or two, like you have to take advantage of the ability to enter in free races, which fill fast, run immediately. Um, and if you want to try to qualify. Uh, and but then you can't, there's no down. there's just like no down points. I mean, maybe if it, even if it was like two, like it is, um, it's you're not really getting that much benefit from like a two point down class. Yep. But well, well it was is... like today. Today I ran against a Z one in a Griffin, and then I just looked up that Z one before we went back here. It won the Griffin. It's run seven paid races in addition to the Griffin today, and won four of those, and then was like second, fifth, and seventh. So in eight races it's crushing and he's only run it in the mid distance so clearly he knows as a z1 horse he's going to end up somewhere in class one regardless he's not living elsewhere and is just hammering the mid distance to hopefully qualify in this tournament and maybe make a couple bucks now granted this is fortune stables and we counted that they have fucking 26 z1s in their stable so they know what the hell's going on they got billions who's already qualified and is the number one i think short distance horse um so you know they're just trying to get as many in the field because the payday at the end of the day is extremely nice. And if you know, you got class one and class one isn't changing right now, take advantage of, of the hand that you're dealt. One, I have one horse I, I uh, bred that I was thinking about dropping in because kind of for those same reasons, it's not like a horse that I would maybe normally be trying to race. Um, but I, it's a Z seven Zabo and I've, I've had it for actually a little bit of time. It's a couple months old and just haven't raced it. I didn't even name it. So I named it the other day. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe I'll drop it in the Griffin and run it because it's a legendary Zob. It's going to what start about in the late thirties or if it wins, it'll be 41. Is that right? I guess maybe now it'll be 43. Yeah. It goes up a little quicker now. Yeah. But still it's like, okay, I could get that to class two. It's starting it. Yeah. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the end of the world if I entered the, if I finished the tourney. 
no absolutely and like that's like the the horse that i raced against the z1 in it's a z3 exclusive knock i'm probably going to run it in free races in the mid distance because it's pretty much already in class one right now running paid races so might as well just run the, the free races get it up there and, and roll the dice and see what happens in the tournament it seems to be a good horse because it's doing well in paid races in class two um so and it barely lost to the freaking z1 earlier so it's and that horse is killing it so i'd imagine it's a fairly decent um mid-distance runner but you, it's just one of those things like uh, now that gives me more incentive like we were talking about before to go back and i got a couple more breeds that i need to do and i'm like i guess i'm gonna pay back up thanks to dan shan i'm gonna pay back up and get get some of those higher you know higher z1 z2 or maybe you better some pay the, you better pay that one eth and get in the get in the blood the, tool the blood tool or now there's a competing tool right there's there, a few the, of them yeah the, the people the people's tool there was one i saw a tweet today really Bergie, <laughs> there is <laughs> Bergie had a, a tweet i guess there's some tool that's also determining base value in horses yeah and so there was a tweet about the a couple genesis horses that were for sale Bergie bought one um Z, well no i saw the one for the z5s like yeah finney sorry base. finney's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah um so that was interesting um but yeah it's i mean the longer this game goes, the more nerdy people are going to get, and there's going to be more of this shit. You know, there's just a few people right now, but just like when we first started, there were a few websites. Now there's a lot more websites. There's a lot more places to get your analytics, your details. You can pay a couple bucks to get certain things, um, but it's all going to be who who can analyze this best and how quickly they can get it and how accurate they are um, and, and sell the shit out of that until Zed figures it out and makes a change. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, an, it's, it's almost like an arms race with, with some of these analytics groups. I like the analytics. I mean, I think there's a lot of, still a lot of unknowns though, right? Like, you know, that Azabo is a good breeder, you know, a knock is a good high base ability horse, you know, the beater is going to take more chances. It might have more speed, but there's, there's a lot of stuff that you don't really know. Well, there's so many variables and, and uh, it, it's kind of limitless at that point. You know, you, you, there's a lot of crap shoots, but if the sequence is right, uh, you know, it, it could lead to a, a very successful bred horse. And, and Vance and I were talking during the week. Um, over time, that's what this game is going to become. It's going to be all about the bred horses. Z1s are going to be an anomaly, but all these bred horses are going to be ridiculous but it's just a matter of figuring out where they, where they are. They live somewhere in the algorithm. There's some sequence for them. Um, and so instead of maybe having to breed 200,000 horses, you need to breed 2 million horses. So it's like only time will tell, but the more breeding that happens and the more options that are available, there's going to be a part where somebody's striking gold. And like when we yeah. first started, right, when you could breed multiple times in a, a cycle for a female, it was like you wanted twins, right? Now it's a little bit harder to get twins, but you can run back the same breed. I did that on a couple of my breeds that the first ones did well, the second ones haven't, but I'm going to give it a third shot because it's 50-50 at this point. I want to see if if you keep running that, if it's a good deal or not. Yeah, the, it, like, yeah, I guess to sum up, like my opinion on it is the average, the average Genesis horse 
is going to be better than the average legendary horse. But at a certain number of breeds, legendary horses will at the top end will be better than Genesis horses, but it's going to take a long time. Um, and it should take a long time. It shouldn't oh, you happen mean when in, there's like more legendaries than Genesis and then you'll have better. I don't even, well, I, yeah, I mean, at when there's 10 X, the amount of legendaries to Genesis horses or some number, right? Like it can't be, it, and it, and that number needs to be a very large number in order for the game to have success into the future. Because if legendaries overtook Genesis horses, like immediately, like after, you know, three breeding cycles, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be correct, in my opinion, like it should take, it should take a, a significant amount of time to introduce enough, like, deviations in genetics, in order to, you know, in order to bump up the legendary, uh, the top end of the legendary group to be better than the top end of the of the Genesis group, or or enough better than the average so that you mainly only see legendaries out there winning races. And then and then as you move down the classes, that's the same thing would happen for exclusives at some point where exclusives, I mean, this is pretty far, if this game survives really far into the future, at some point exclusives are going to do the same to flip legendaries. And then elites will flip exclusives legendaries and genesis and then crosses and then pacers i mean that would have to be the in my opinion that would that would need to be the way that it was designed i mean it might not, it might never happen because we'd never get that far down into the you evolution think that there would all be all crosses better than like the uh, lower all the lower breeds would well, all be better well, if it all, if the population of the game, so if the amount of people playing the game that if they kept getting in later and later into the future, like say 10 years from now, if this people were still playing Zed Run, most of the later entrants in the game would be breeding crosses and pacers. So the populations of crosses and pacers would be so great that it would be likely that those horses would be more likely to be raced and would be more likely because there's just so many of them that it, you know, so many more pacers than there are exclusives or legendaries or Genesis that it just by sheer, the sheer numbers game that they're going to be, you know, better runner. They're, they're going to, there's going to be better runners in that pool, like at the top end. Some of them. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. But you, gotta, ever... but you also have to figure that the horses are all going to be at every level. They're all going to be competitive at like, the top top like it's not going to be a funnel or like an outward funnel people will keep running those like top top legendaries but and i'm thinking like you know if so what i'm saying is the game in a vacuum would likely work like that if everything if everybody just kept breeding but if people don't find a benefit from breeding pacers or from breeding crosses because it just takes too many and it's too expensive that isn't going to happen because there's just not going to be enough of them for that to happen. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So like that, you know, that problem, we probably never get there because people will just keep breeding exclusives into Genesis is because they think that, you know, because exclusives have a better base chance of being a good horse. And when there's no, and when there's not that big a difference in price, like that's going to keep happening. Like we said, there's not enough, there's not enough gap between a Genesis breed and a you know exclusive exclusive breed or something like that 
Like you're just, there's just not enough premium there at the same, you know, at the same, like, uh, I guess if you're bringing Finney, Finney, like you'd want Finney Genesis over Finney Legendary because they're close in price and you feel like you might be getting something better out of hitting the Genesis. Um, so we may never get there just because, right. right. And you probably never get there just because of the, the, the way that that dynamic is set up right now. Yeah. But if you, I'm looking at MJ's site here, we'll give our boy MJ another plug but he's got the state of Zed as one of the tabs on his thing. And so currently there's 27,000 Genesis horses in the game, 44,000 legendary, 47,000 exclusive, 16,000 elite, 10,000 cross and 3000 pacer. Right. So as that 44,000 legendary continues to grow, it might need to be 400,000, but we're going to get kind of to Vance's point. Now that's a lot of breed cycles to get to 400,000. But, you know, we're at almost 150,000 total horses in the game, which is pretty crazy considering, you know, when we first started, it was a much smaller number. I think we were at 28,000 when we first started. There was 18,000 Genesis and, and about 10,000 bred horses. So just think in a few months, it's, it's already gone like that. And uh, now that they've fixed breeding, I bet that number grows a little bit faster than it has. You said when you say fixed breeding, what do you mean lowered it? Yeah, lower lower the price. So <laughs> I don't I don't think that that's fixed. I think it was a poor uh, fix. It's better than what it was, though. It's well, like, why why is it better? It's only better because people will breed. Why, why do they right have to? Think, set, right now, they think they can. It's that it's cheaper. Why do they have to set a price? Right in every other well, industry, don't. right the market determines the actual price they don't have to set a price but they did set a price right they shouldn't and it's like if if people want to charge two e for a breed they're going to charge two e for a breed and if that's the floor that's the fucking floor but it shouldn't be that but they're disincentivized to do that because zed is taking 50 to 46 percent or whatever the fuck it is of of these breed fees and so nobody's going to pay up because the people that are, are are charging the stud fee aren't taking home enough money to justify any of it. Well, yeah, but they really, if you think back to when they had the, like, I guess you'd call it the glitch, where it was just, was it 0.035 was the base? 036, yeah. 036 was the floor, and everyone was at the floor. Yeah. And then then it would go by just by, uh, just by breed, right? So legendary was 0.035. 0.0315. So it's basically like the old buterin or the most recent buterin um like step down. Yeah. And so everybody would put them in. And of course, if you had, you know, you got the Z1, Z2 knock, those people aren't trying to put them in at that, but sometimes they are to sneak through a breed. And it really allows people in the ecosystem to snipe it, right? But that would Part be the, the risk. That yeah, it's fair game, right? So that would be fair play. There, that's the risk that someone's willing to take to try to get a cheap breed rather than put it out there at point one, point two. But now we're now they're controlling it, which is fine if they control it based on bloodline, but they can't be controlling it based on breed because they still all they did was like change like drop down. They took these this staircase that was too high, and all they did was like lower it they didn't change anything about the staircase they just lowered the whole thing a little bit so it doesn't help anybody who wants to go breed with a knock legendary knock exclusive zavo 
across, it's not helping anybody because you're still way above like, why wouldn't you go get a Finney Genesis at that point, right? I mean, you can still cho choose to pay up for something that you want to pay up for, but do you really want to pay up for, is your goal to hit a knock elite at a high price? Why, what's the point? You know, to Vance's point about the horses, who's going to be the best horses, why do you think if you majority of the time you hit a knock Genesis or a knock elite, which one is going to be better than majority of the time? That's what I mean. It's the Genesis and, and right. the current. Of course, and everyone knows the Genesis, but it's the pricing structure. So there's not a big difference in the pricing structure between the Genesis and the elite. So if that's the case, like what are they? They're not helping anybody. All they're helping is, you know, the only horses are still going to get hit are Genesis horses. And it's just bringing and, life back into the game right now. It doesn't mean that it's right. It just means that they're trying to find a way to stimulate the economy. Well, I don't know if anybody's studied economics in there, but I could tell you what's going to happen. Right. It, it's like if you're it's like if you're running the government in California and you want to add more taxes, do you think it's going to you're going to tax the people that make a lot of money a lot more? No, those people are going to leave. But, you know, we could we could help them out, too. But if you want to help out the guys running Zed, if you're going to just do that and lower the prices, people are still only going to breed with Genesis. So it's just not it's not going to help you in the long run. You're not encouraging enough breeding to make more money on their end. They, they do. I mean. So I think lowering the price is positive, but, and a step in the right direction. And I do, but I think that they also need to, to your point, change the stair step. Like it needs to be, there needs to be a greater gap between a, a Genesis and a legendary and a legendary and an exclusive. As you go down the ladder, the gap right. needs to be widened. That's my biggest issue. If they if the prices are the prices for the Genesis, I have no problem with setting a Genesis price. Because it should almost be and, and maybe they know this and they just are trying to maybe there is a idea of trying to control the market or control the ecosystem. Like maybe they want right now at this moment more legendary horses to be bred. And for some for some reason so they're trying to incentivize the community to breed legendary horses. And maybe they have a number in mind. And once that number is, is we're close to that number, we hit that number, then they maybe implement some of these other changes. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what they, you know, think that they know, or if they're trying to control, I mean, anytime you try to control a free, a free market, like ecosystem, there's always like a problem. So I think they'd be better off just kind of cutting it loose and, and, and letting it go. Like I said before, I'm not worried about there being too many horses because the number of horses is always, it's infinite. So to me, the horse pool is infinite, but the amount of raceable horses is, is I mean, I guess it's also in a, you know, when you theoretically it's infinite too, if the total horse pool is infinite, but it's a very small, it's a much smaller percentage. And, and I think those raceable and breedable horses are really, you know, all people are going to be willing to buy or pay for. Um, and, and it might take a while. I mean, these are all blind bags. I mean, it's all a lottery ticket that you're scratching off and you're trying to learn as much about this game as you can so that you have a better, so that your results are a little bit better than, than the next person's. Um, but I do, you know, I, I think it was too expensive for a little while. I kind of disincentivized um, breeding you were kind of overpaying for knocks that 
I mean, it's still, I mean, if you breed a Z2 Nakamoto, I mean, maybe it's the best lottery ticket. A Z2 legendary knock might be the best lottery ticket in the game, but it's still pretty expensive for, you know, for what it's, for what it's worth, even, even to, you know, even to breed it, even if you had, I mean, granted, I don't even have the two Z1s to do this in my own stable. I mean, I want one Z1 to run into another Z1, but I mean, it, is it worth paying, what is it, point one? was it worth paying 0.125? I mean, granted, you could sell it on the open market, but if you were just going to race them all, like, where are you going to get a good enough racer eventually that, you know, how many, how many does it take to get a racer that's profitable enough to sell, you know, to get your money back for all those breeds? Like, that's kind of the, I, I guess, guess the way, the break yes. even thought. Yeah, I think so. But the way, I, I guess the way I was looking at it was, and we're talking racing, right? in terms of the economic side of it was that when you go to breed not in stable the horses that were bred i mean i guess it could be in stable too but the horse the bred horses with that were unraced were selling for less than the breed prices and that's probably not something you want to see in a healthy ecosystem and now if the if they've been run and they you can tell that they're donkeys or they're not great and they're below mid price perfect they should be like those should be the horses We've talked about it. Not every horse should be profitable. Not every horse is worth as much as the well, mint mint cost. Well, wouldn't that I, wouldn't that just tell you that the breed price was was too high? Because really, they were driving everyone to be breeding in stable in right. order to in order to meet the the market. So, right, like to meet the, the market. Only, right. So the only way you could the only reason why you would breed and sell unraced is if you bred in-house because be profitable, yeah and i did that and I, I even thought i was like it's not even really worth it but and and that's fine it doesn't have to be but it should be at least somewhat even right and i mean we could talk about them changing the, the in-house breed versus that it would not not that big of a deal but the the economics of like if they're lowering it all they're doing is going to depress the full market of purchases like to me they're just putting it like just pushing everything. It's like stomping on the whole thing. All they did was just stomp on the prices that you breed and it's going to, which is going to also stomp on the price people are going to buy. It's going to be the same thing. If you could breed in house instead of, I don't know, what's his album 0.99 and now it's what 0.6. Yeah. Just Genesis. Yeah. Okay. So great. So you used to be able to, now you can buy a legendary Zabo on the market for 0.6, 0.06 before now it's probably going to be 0.04. Because the in-house people are going to breed, uh, you get a legendary, and you're you know you breed for 0.03, sell for 0.04, just to be profitable. I mean, that's there's one there's different strategy in this. Obviously, those aren't the racers, but there's no reason someone should let. That's all that's going to happen is the unraced are going to still drop below their whole breeding minimums because of in-house breeding, and I'm for in-house breeding, but the unraced are going to drop below that. Which is only which is only going to depress all of the prices. I I don't agree with that. Okay. I mean I I think that there's a price that people are willing to pay that is not in line with the that doesn't necessarily have to move exactly with the amount that it costs to breed. I my opinion is just that if you could go out on the if you have no horses, then yeah you got to go buy one on the market. But if you have horses, then, and I can breed in stable, why would I go buy a horse for 0.06? And maybe it's breeding in stable. Maybe that's the concern or not the concern, but the issue. 
maybe you just I, say I hey, there's no instable breeding. I don't think people that I don't think people that have horses are that have a decent amount of horses aren't are going out there and trying to buy like the random breeds that people are putting up. Like, you know, like a Z20 unraced buterin, legendary. Like if you already have horses, like if you already have a Genesis horse in your stable or you already have, you know, unless you're really trying to build out and for some reason you like that particular horse for whatever reason, based on its parents or, you know, a color or whatever you were trying to do. But like, you're likely not the buyer of that. Like that would be somebody's, that's going to likely be somebody's like first or second horse. Um, that's that's going to be buying that. Unless you're a, you know, unless you're like a, a racing stable that is trying to find like a, a lightly raced horse, but you're probably not going to be buying like the random unraced, you know, the UUU sure. horse. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, should there be, I, I don't know that there needs to be, I mean, I think the low Z's are always going to have a number, right. And that they're always going to be, they're still profitable. Like if you, if you have two Z ones and you breed a Z two legendary, like you're still able to double your money pretty much on every unraced. Um, but not everybody has this, obviously. I agree. Um, yeah, while I hear you double your money, you're doubling your money on a lower amount, which is bringing down the well, genesis. Like how many, how many no, I don't, babies I don't, you have I to don't make think, to make the genesis worth something? I honestly don't think a Z2 legendary price is going to go down because of this chain. I think they just got more profitable because I think they're still going to sell. Yeah, I can see that. And that's what I mean. Like, I think all those, like even like the Z4 is unraced, exclusives, like all that market, like all the knock market. I don't think we just, I don't think that, I don't think it'll move down as much as, um, I, don't, I don't think it'll move down just because the price, because people will still breed. I mean, maybe, maybe the volume of horses goes up because people are pushing them out a little more. But I don't think, I don't necessarily think that's true because I think everyone that had Z1s we're pretty much breeding them every cycle if they were a breeding stable and trying to sell them all. Like they weren't just like skipping because there was never a time when they weren't making money on them. So, so why, why would they stop? It's, it's going to be hard for that. Like the Z2, Z3 legendary market. I mean, there's only so many, like every cycle, there's only so much that can be bred. Right. That seems like the one um, area where that was like working out was like le yeah. the legendary area for, and then starting at right. the top. Even the Zabos, like, cause there's like, like I said, there's only so many, there's only 500 males of all of these. Yeah. So like probably, even, even probably all those two, the Knox and the Zabos with the legendaries, those were the ones that were working out in that respect. But I feel like that was it. And there was like working in the market. Otherwise you're just, you know, buying horses, breeding horses racing them testing them and just selling them back out like it, yeah. you know it's like you just sell junk at not much lower than you bought it for that's all those are they're all lottery they're just lottery tickets they're yeah. either they're either a really good racer and they're worth something maybe one in a thousand or they're worth less maybe we could hire somebody to just hey buy buy this unraced test it sell it back out if it's a donkey sell it back out super low low risk because you know there's there's not a lot to do so hey let's hire them hey when and then when we get the stud then we keep it yeah but you're still maybe i don't know that that you don't lose money. a lot but but they're like 0.03 or like 0.025 or whatever so like so you get them for so you get them for that but what can you once you once you scratch the lottery ticket and now you know that it's garbage Half price. 
you think people are still Half i mean there's price, no bots yes. there's no bots out there grabbing everything no there's there? still bots yeah but it doesn't matter there's there's still people I sold some donkeys for nothing, but they're still nothing. They're half price of nothing. For, for like what? Like 0. 0.008? No, nothing's below 0. 0.01. Nothing's below 0. <laughs> At least I, I'm sure there's some that have sold there, but I haven't sold any below 0. 0.01. I sold some buttes that were like just donkeys that I just had sitting in my stable for whatever reason. I never had sold them. 0. 0.012. It's like a butte exclusive. 0. 0.012. And you so could easily buy you could easily buy that for 0.002. You could buy one for 0.02 unraced all day. So you buy for 100, you sell for 50. So you lose 50 bucks on every one. Yeah, buy 20 of those. Guaranteed one's a good racer. <laughs> I don't know. I've bred a lot. Because we're talking like Z30 and below or like Z20 and below, right? I could keep it underneath 30. Yeah. Or go let or go legendary. Legendaries are selling for 0.015. At, you know, I don't know now what the chick breeding changes, but 0.015 for a donkey, or you could get one for you know 0.025. It's not even 50%. Hmm. So what do we think the qualifying number is gonna be for this Fibonacci cup? Where do you gotta be? Is it just get 30 races in and see? <laughs> yeah, I think you gotta get to 30 first of all, but I th I think the number's gotta be right around 30. 30 yeah, Jason, tell me and where do i need to be i'm i'm just pumping horses in races without having any clue <laughs> i have no strategy except for where i know my horses like to race that's all i, I think 30 is a good number if you can hit 30 you should be good 30 wins not 30 wins oh. 30 uh <laughs> average race points it's, oh, it's 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 heavily favored to win though chris so I yes i do know that yeah. you you don't want 12s and 11s and 10s because you're getting no points but um, i accidentally just ran a 31st race that's annoying <laughs> why it's fine well aren't um isn't it not no, i mean I, I guess if you're running paid races see i'm running some paid races too are you only running free races no I'm running uh no um on some horses i'm running the main horses i'm running paid and then all my donkeys i'm running free okay yeah that's what i'm doing too Cause I want to, I don't mind losing points with my, with my like kind of natural U horses, you know? So yeah. that's the problem though, is, is the losing points. But at this point, why? minus two doesn't fucking matter. You can I, like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I'm not, minus two means nothing to me. I've, I've kind of been looking at where they are in the class. Like if they're early in the class, like if you just bumped up to class three, I'm trying to run that for that paid race, just in case you do lose and, go back down and then you can run two back on the way up i'm not trying to lose but you know giving myself a chance so is uh is reckless forever good here at uh 38 in uh oh you ran reckless i think 38 is a good number so i, I it's run 31 races and it's at 36.58 it's in 38th place right ahead of speeding bullet Oh, that's a good and, horse. Uh, and raspberry berry. That's a good horse. Of, what, uh, right ahead, what ahead, of Mar ahead of Marajo, ahead of Big Cabbage. Really? Hey, don't um, give me that. <laughs> those are those are just that's really good horses, especially in those distances. Yeah. So Marajo, 
for example, at the Sprinter, where Morajo's best, right? Yep. Probably didn't have a, as good a showing as it probably wanted to have. It's at thirty three point nine three through thirty races. I've been I've been running as Morajo for you, so don't worry. Morajo is a beast. I know, but Morajo is a U, so like that's where it's it's a big time U horse. Even yeah, at even, it, at even its, in like good good distances. Yeah, even at its even at its big at its good distances, it just doesn't it just doesn't come in the middle. So it's like it's not picking up. Yeah those points not that they're i mean you need to winning winning is the key it's what 81 points for a win or something like that and then zero for 12 so you're averaging out to about 40 i thought it was like 88 or something is it 89 89 55 34 21 13 8 5 3 2 1 1 0 i don't mind when you have a one and a 12 and move on they really fucked up, though, if you really think about it. Fibonacci sequence is a fucking mathematic thing, and they did not follow the sequence for their point system. You would have thought that they, they would have come up something like that, because it's basically like one plus one is two, then two plus one is three, three plus two is five. Like, just add what up. What they start with. But they know. did that. What are you talking about? They did? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was. Zero, one. Zero plus one is one. One plus one is two. <laughs> two plus one is three. Three plus two is five. Three plus right. five is eight. All right. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Team <laughs> is 21. So we're going to set. I mean, Jason, you don't. Do you do anything with numbers for, for work or. Like, I, I know. What are we doing here? I, I don't. But I, uh, you know, the, the person who is running our Twitter account, when I joked about the Fibonacci sequence, it went straight over his head. <laughs> if you were running it then it went over your head i knew uh, exactly no. what the fibonacci sequence was i can't access our twitter account so it's not me <laughs> sometimes sarcasm doesn't come across in on twitter so that could be the case but <laughs> i i understood why the points were the points <laughs> i just didn't pay attention to the points that's all mm. i'm just running all right i knew you I'm i knew you to win i'm speechless but that said, it does look like it's it's like an average position of between the second and third is the qualifying number. Although it doesn't mean you you obviously have to get first more than it's like first and second a lot more to make it the number between second and third, given the, the low points on the back end. I think that I think it's gonna be between third and fourth. And I think the number is gonna be like 30 on the for the higher say, qualification? Oh, no. I just mean the bottom. The bottom funnel. So the, oh, the bottom, bottom that you need to be to qualify is going to be around in, in like maybe the high 20s. Even. 30. Hit 30, Chris. You're in. 30. Well, because I'm looking at like some of the horses that are like even down that have 30 races. That They're good horses. Like Song of Ice and Fire. That's a good horse. 30.16. There's a lot of good um, horses when you look at the look at the sheet. Who else here? Do you, do you what do you do? You guys have any opinion on the if the the racing has changed? Say like in free races since the last time, or since I know there's been a couple of people putting out. There's been some racing changes done by Zed, and if you look at some certain horses, you can really tell like there are some changes. BG or whatever. 
Yeah, he's been the main one that's put off some stuff. I mean, there's obviously obviously something's happened. I yeah. I don't I don't know what what it was, but and it and it's a lot easier to get away with something after odds are gone, right? Because like we there's nothing that we can draw on to really like prove. I mean, I guess BG has you know he obviously knows his way around like APIs and and big data like analytics. So like he's put together something um, based on it's got to be like based on just results like what he's been able to pull and look at, um, and things probably did change. Especially it seems like at the like at the fringes like the higher standard deviation um, horses, um, which I don't have any really like so it's hard like I didn't notice like I kind of it kind of went unnoticed like from my stable and racing. Yeah, um, because most of my horses are like solid at the mid distances, and not like the fringe, not really like the fringe sprinting. And you know, like I think the ones that would be the most that were the most impacted were like the the low odds, like thousand meter, or so like the thousand meters and the twenty six hundreds, like those horses that just crushed at those races. But then we're also pretty good at like twenty four hundred and twelve hundred. Um, where that's where it was noticed the most is it just kind of all neutralized a little bit like they weren't quite as they weren't their their standard deviation got kind of pulled pulled in um and that affected their their win rates i guess yeah i i have but, a couple of those horses i think they tweak standard deviation is my opinion i just think that if you see the races the results if you watch the races and you know you can make the argument that watching the races is just a is not anything other than how it sets but there's obviously a reflection of the algorithm it's not i mean you know you you don't see those those uh flash sprints at as much anymore hey they're yeah. way back and they're gonna sprint to the finish it's kind of like no nah, they gotta be moving they, they're just it's a little bit different and I haven't that's seen pretty, anybody that's been crushed by it, but you know, a few of my horses are, you can tell you're like, yeah, that doesn't really, if you run them at or 20 races in a row, you're like, oh, they're not really adding up. Yeah. It's also pretty obvious when you look at the stack knocks, like um, the speed part of it, like where you see like the top, kind of the top speeds where it lists yeah. those based on distances. The older your horse is, the way more likely it's going to have like a really high speed. <laughs> yeah. A higher number. The, the new none of the new horses have anything like much above 63 62 yeah um so if you when you see oh, like 67s speed. yeah for speed like when you see like 67s like those are old 66s like fast farming has some distances where you know it's not even like it's not a good horse i mean it's it's an average horse but its top speed is way higher than most of the horses that ever enters races with because it's i've been racing that horse since whenever we started in april or may so it has like crazy, it has a lot higher top speed. So they obviously, like you said, they did something right? to like the standard deviations are got to be much, are much lower. I mean, MJ probably has all this too. Shout out MJ again. Um, and yeah, and he knows it. Like, his sight, that's all. But he, I know he said he's putting in more layman's terms for, for some of for us. us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're supposed to look and, and go through it and, you know, with our, you know, lower level minds and, uh, and give him some feedback. So, you know, us dum-dums can, can use it. I do have a couple of them um, that I'm going to, um, you know, pop through. Cause I want to take a look at a few of these specific ones. 
yeah i mean i'll i'll probably look through it too i haven't gotten a chance to to pop in there and and do it i mean i have my my day job that i'm trying very hard to keep up with meanwhile trying to get 30 races in in seven days with 30 horses pretty much it's tough man it's easy to get that many races in (laughs) it is it is tough especially like i gave up like you you know you run 10 races with some of them and you're like oh fuck i'm fucked i can't make it so so then you don't but you're still close enough like once i see these numbers it's like maybe i maybe i try because i'm still in like the low 20s with a couple of them that are like 15 races in i mean if you catch a decent run um you can you can move in and make it likely i mean the mid runner is going to be the lowest yeah like 30 just look at the top end yeah third head first number one uh is at 4681 that's it for the mid runner yeah and didn't he put something out saying that he like he was going to bet him against the field being the number one horse at mid distance oh really yeah so is that uh I mean, is that qualifying like, um, or I mean, do they have the qualifying numbers up where, like where, where you would qualify on Zed right now? Yeah. Or are you guys looking at yeah. your horses? No, Zed has it. I'm looking at Zed. Once you get to 30, once you have 30 races, it shows oh, okay. on the, on the standings. Or wait. Yeah. No, it shows, it shows all of them. Like. Now I have Jupiter's spot. Is that 29? Yeah, is there a number? I guess I was trying to see where's the number. It has the number on there if you just show your horses. Right. It'll, it'll and I see the other horses too, but where's yeah. the number for what the... Is there a cutoff You number? just got to scroll down. You got to scroll down to see it. I got all these horses. So you'll like, like run into it, I see. God, Jupiter's spot's at 29.55. That's going to be close. But in mid, that's going to be a little easier. But these aren't even really, I guess, know your horses is better because right now I'm looking at on the marathoners, I'm at 60 and it's at 60th rank and it's 30 is the number. But people just don't have the 30 races in. Correct. I'm sure with these free races. races myself. The one thing I love about all these free races and I'm running my donkeys in is I'm hoping just to get one win that uh you know get that nice win percentage so that uh when it comes to breeding maybe somebody will get fooled by oh the mom's got a 25 percent win percentage you're trying to pull one over on people (laughs) yeah i just got my first win on my one of my z2 legendaries i just left her to breed but i I threw her in at least you got a win now it doesn't show up the same as like oh no that's not a like no one's gonna know that was a free race in the breeding in the breeding barn Yep. I got a flame and a win. Well, good luck in the tournament, boys. Um, I guess we'll be finding out soon, and next week we'll touch on where we end up. Um, Vance, do you think you're going to have a couple that will qualify? It depends. Um, yeah, I should. I should have. I should have at least three. I would say that qualify. This is a much. E- this is a much. I don't want to say easier, but a better tournament or an easier tournament for like racer, like lower Z racers to qualify for because it's not place rate. So if you're, yeah, it's not favored for that, those, you know, 
not A-shaped, but the more L-shaped, you know, left-centric yes. horses. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's going to matter. I would think that the the races, I mean, granted, it's probably going to be the same shit when, when you get to the, when it's all said and done. But there is going to be a lot more speed, I think, like top in speed in these like um there's gonna be a lot more u-shaped horses in the in these in these um in these qualifying races so it really is going to be like anybody's race at that point it's going to be like whatever horse decides that it wants to go wants to fly at this point right it's not going to be the all these like juggernauts that all have this front end and it's just whoever's the more powerful one of all of them i I almost think that, you know, the chances of having like a lower Z or, or sorry, a higher Z number horse being there at the end in this format is going to be, it's going to be more likely because the bottom end horses aren't just going to, they're going to be horses that, you know, qualify probably through more paid races or more U shaped horses that have higher top end speed and higher standard deviation. I think, I mean, that would be my prediction, but it could just be the same shit, same horses. Um, but all, a lot of my horses are way more likely to qualify. I, mean, I had nobody that was even sniffed qualifying from the place rate. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, stable is going to be, a lot of my racing stable is going to be right around the qualifying number. Yeah. In, in this, couple. in this format. I left my sprinter. I, I was waiting for the, the zombie tournament to start. I didn't want to jump into the zed one i was going to try and focus on the zombie one and then they pushed the zombie tournament back so i haven't even run my sprinter um but i'm not going to run it now i got them all the way down to class four uh, i'm gonna sit and wait but i think racers have a better chance of qualifying in this one like you said except for my horse that has well, there's also more double qualifying spots, right? So we could hopefully get into, if you don't get into the A tournament, get into the B tournament. Yeah. Right. It's the same number of horses as last time. They just split well, it up a little bit differently. Well, I mean, like you, right now, like Jupiter, and so it's at 20, just under 30. So the horses that would be around that are number 42 is Hailstone Harmony, which I've talked about as being a pretty, I mean, Chris, I've talked to you about that horse being yeah. a stud. Mm-hmm. And then Bonnie Parker pretty good horse lost in space pretty good horse um so i mean you you get that's what it's that's what's around there um it would just just be below that and then like manakia is right there pretty good horse no gamble no future pretty good even though he stole my name Mm. spelled it wrong spelled it wrong to steal my name but he has a but that's a better horse so my horse sucked and, and was sold Worcester's horse I mean these are good horses that are down in like the mid-20s and I think that'll qualify I mean I feel like these horses will qualify you think mid-20s will qualify I do looking in mid I do yeah yeah interesting I mean I'm excited for the tournament I'm glad they redid it open it up it's gonna be good you know well I'm just hoping to make hoping to get a few horses in yeah running plank 23.13 23.13 I mean that's file format 22.57 it's like 
I mean, those are good. Those are solid, solid horses. I mean, granted, I mean, it might've had a bad 30 race run, but once you get to 30, it's so hard. I mean, you have to run off a lot of wins in a row to like move the needle. Yeah, absolutely. Or you just, or you just need one. Like if you get, if you're, if race 32 is a win, you can move up quite a, a little bit, but I think it's only like a couple points. I mean, it's like a batting average. Like the further you get into it, the harder it is to move. Yeah. Like you don't give me the, Hey, I'm hitting 800 after five at bats, you know, <laughs> four out of five wins. I mean, I'm an 800 hitter. I'm an 800 hitter. All that day. All works. All day, man. And then you, and then you go, and then you go out and go for five and now you're 400. You're still good. And I'll you're still not. tell you I'm a 400. It's, you know, it's not enough. You got to really get it out. That's throw, turn, 30 races throw, is not enough, not enough at bats, you know? That's true. I mean, but what are we going to do? What I mean, at some point, maybe they'll have like 100 race qualify, qualifiers and it'll be over. No, like I a mean, month. 30 is fine. I'm, I'm just saying it's not, a, it's 30 is a good because there's variance. There is variance in the 30. So, like, you know, the good horses, you could have horses just not make it because they just are not, not good in that 30. You, you should just be able to like pay a fee, sign your horse up. And if they, then Zed just like auto runs it in races with like the entire field. Well, there, that's what people were talking about, about certain entries, right? Like, hey, I want to enter a, you know, a $1,600, 250 race. Just, just put me in the yeah, next one. Whenever, the next pop, one. whenever, yeah, I want the next one. Yeah, I could enter, you know, every, you know, it might be a little harder to schedule, but because you, you stamina and stuff. So, you, you know, but you could put three, three in a row in maybe, hey, I want the next three $1,600, 250 race or whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Or the free race next three six hundred and then whenever come back check it again, and it's on you. Someone posted today about filtering by race, which they should absolutely have, or you could just have a yeah. filter. And if then whenever races, however you want to filter when they pop up, the year you'll be in. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll cut it here for tonight. But good luck to everybody who is in the tournament. And we hope to see you in the tournament, I guess, in the quarterfinals. And then we hope to beat you in the quarterfinals or uh, maybe beat you in the finals would be better. Um, but let's hope we can all win some money and then we'll see where they go, see when the class changes come in and go from there. So Unrecruited pod Podcast, you can follow us on Unrecruited Pod at Twitter, Unrecruited Podcast on Instagram. And if that's wrong, then just switch them around and it'll be backwards. But uh, <laughs> no, you got it. You got it right. Perfect. Yeah, and yeah, if you guys are out there too, give uh, give Magic's Donkey Farm a follow too. Like, I'll I'll try to any of you new players out there, I'll try to help if you want to DM me or uh, or hit me up on Twitter. I'm happy to help. And then to pump again, Southern California. I think there's a meetup on December third. Is it the third? December third, Friday, December right. third. We're two weeks away. Third bar in Dana Point, right? Yes, Dana happening? Point. All right. Well, so we so will we're, see you there. We're all going to be there. I think so. Plan and is to our be number, there. and our and our number one fan. He's yep. going to come too. Yeah. Okay. That's he today he he asked for um, less said talk, so I don't know. He he He's wants the he he wants the uh, the podcast to start covering some other topics. Wow. He says he's a seller, but I haven't seen many sales come I know, out of the stable. But then every I, I time know, he still, listens to their podcast, he becomes a buyer. I know. And I, I see races in. going off. I see some races going off, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know? 
he wants us to talk about he wants us to have like a bitcoin versus ethereum uh conversation which maybe right. we can do well yeah we can we can integrate some other stuff but you know we'll, we'll cover the tournament and we'll cover some other stuff on on a few other episodes yeah all right fellas well everybody enjoy your evenings enjoy your weekend and happy thanksgiving see you peace